0: Yeah. Hey, friends. I'm Scott Hanselman. It's another episode of Azure Friday. Uh, just take a second to have Jamila turn around and show the people behind us. We have a massive studio audience. They are in, they are in no way interested in the recording that I'm doing of Azure Friday. Uh, they're in, uh, instead here for uh, free stuff. They, uh,
1: t-shirts. T-shirts Bring and
0: swag and IoT buttons. They don't care about us at all. But what we do care about is Azure Service
1: Fabric. And I'm here with Matt who's going to tell me about what they're showing today at the show here at Build. How's it going? Doing great. Uh, We got a lot of cool stuff coming out of Build this year. Um, You know, there's lots of updates to standard service fabric, but uh, most of that is incremental. What we're really showing is some of the new stuff that we've been working on. Yeah. Um, there's two things that we've announced uh, now. One is Azure Service Fabric Mesh, which is something we've been working on, we're really proud of. Uh, it is serverless server fabric. So server
0: Fabric Mesh. Yeah. Like fabric, fabric is kind of like fabric. Right. And then mesh is like another kind of
1: fabric. Yeah, it's a
0: fabric fabric. Does it make the fabric more meshier? Like yes, absolutely. 100%
1: so more meshier. Okay. Okay. So it's serverless service fabric. What does right. that mean? Well, in service fabric today, when you set up a cluster, you have to manage a bunch of nodes. You have to manage a bunch of VMs well, and machines. Well, you have
0: to know that service fabric is a thing.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, you start there. But then you, you get into the setup thing where yeah. even in Azure, Azure helps you out by like deploying service fabric bits on the machines and standing up the cluster for you. But then you as the customer still have to deal with VM scale sets and ma- making yeah, the networks yeah. all wired Yeah, the together. infrastructure leaks right. out a little bit. You still see it. And, yeah. and for some customers, they like that power. But right. for a lot of customers, that's just overhead that they don't care about. Is this service fabric as a service? Yes, pretty much. We finally got there. That's and cool. so what you get at the end of the day is you get all the same service fabric functionality but you don't have to manage that cluster environment so microsoft is running a giant service fabric cluster for you and then you're just deploying your applications in new so, what kind of things do you not have to worry about that you had to worry about before? Well, like you don't have to worry about, say, for example, you wanted to uh, isolate your services in a network so that you know this service couldn't poke out to some other service or talk to something else right. that it shouldn't have access to. Doing that before was like very hard, like because you had to like figure out where it was running and set up the network appropriately, and it was it was very painful. Now that's just automatic. Where when you deploy the application, it's automatically in its own little isolated network. Nice. Uh, another example is like in VM scale sets, you know, you still have to kind of set up and think about how you want to do operating system patching. Do you want Azure to do it for you? Do you want to manage it? Uh, What gets deployed when? Um, All that's gone because you don't see the operating system. That's all just hidden. Cool. Um, So, there's a bunch of things about resource sizing, figuring out uh, how and where to run your applications, what type of hardware it needed, wiring up all this infrastructure, all that just disappears. So, well, it's and you all really just the, a
0: slider bar. Now. Yeah.
1: All slider bars. Just one big GUI of slider bars. Do you have any uh, cool demo to blow my mind with? Not at this time. Well, I mean, there's there's one running here. The, the, you, the neat thing about it is that it disappears. I think it was, it was cool in Scott's keynote yesterday and such as keynote where he said, the best technology disappears. Right. right. And So, this is actually right in line with that, where we're taking some of the hard part parts of service fabric where previously you had to make all these choices and getting it out of your way. So, you to focus on your application. Whereas previously you had to like define all these big complicated XML models and this multi-layer, you know, application packaging scheme. Now you just get kind of a simple YAML or, or JSON file and you hand that to mesh and Mesh goes, oh, well it's this container image and it needs this many cores and this many resources and here's the network that hooks it all up, and you're done. And you have your web front end and your stateful service back end deployed, just like you would in normal Service Fabric, but I didn't have to go through all that infrastructure and cluster management. So what does this mean for existing customers of Service Fabric? Can they enable this and turn it on and it just gets better? Yeah, so so the first thing is that almost all of the Mesh capabilities in Service Fabric Mesh are going to be present in the core Service Fabric products. So if you have Service Fabric standalone or Service Fabric deployed in other clouds, Um, all of those mesh capabilities are still going to land in that product so you'll be able to have that same simplified application description model. You'll get all that same network isolation features, all the auto-scaling stuff, all that's going to land in the cluster proper. So you'll be able to take advantage of it. Um, for existing customers, there's also going to be an opportunity for you to think about whether or not you want to kind of shift to the new model mm-hmm. um, and maybe take applications out of the clusters that you're running in today and move them into mesh I so see. that you get rid of that you know, uh, overhead of management that you have to deal with today. So you do get the best of both worlds. If you're someone who wants a, a manual stick shift
0: car, because yep. you get more power and more flexibility, that's great. But if you want to upgrade or move laterally right. to an automatic shift car, right. that's cool too. Now yep. you have two choices. Exactly.
1: And it's and we really see that you know, there are some. Uh, particularly in Service Fabric Standalone, where sometimes it gets deployed into highly regulated environments, you know, banks and the like, where they're not maybe comfortable with the public cloud yet yep. or already have invested in a lot of on premise hardware, on-premises hardware that they, you know, have an investment in or are going to maintain for a while, or it's customized in some way for their workload. That's great opportunities for service fabric standalone, but I still want auto scale of the application tier. So their application developers can focus on developing and deploying the application layer, yep. and then you might still have the guy who's you know tasked, the IT guy who's tasked with making sure the, the cluster stays up and running. But then if you wanted to, you could take that same application description and deploy it to say, DevTest Labs in Azure, or any other Azure environment, because the same descriptions and the same packaging work everywhere. Very cool, so where can all the IT guys and gals go to learn about this online? Well, we've got, uh, they took my handouts, but but basically, if you just go oh, you to- handouts. Yeah. If you just go to, the first one is the Service Fabric Mesh preview. This is, this is old school, printed out paper yep. and then focus on it. But that's a great landing page to tell you more about Service Fabric Mesh. Um, there's also great information that comes out pretty regularly on our team blog. Yeah. The team blog also has a really cool thing where every now and again we announce uh, our community meetings. So, we have monthly uh, stand-up meetings where uh, people on the Service Fabric team get on a Skype call and anybody can dial in and ask us questions and hear about the updates that are coming to Service Fabric. Um, so, those are announced, they're the third Thursday of every month, but those are announced on the blog as well, exactly cool. what day and time. Um, that's so great ways to stay in touch with the Service Fabric team. So, it sounds like this is a great opportunity and a great time for people to jump into the Service Fabric community. Yeah, I mean if you were daunted by all the work and setup that, that Service Fabric had before where you didn't weren't really sure if you wanted to manage the care and feeding of your own cluster, yep. but you were interested in some of the functionality, now it's a lot easier to dabble and play around with it. And also, you know, you don't have to take on that side of the work if you don't want to. Cool. I'm learning all about Service Fabric here on Azure Friday. Cool. On the go.